Welcome to the Energetically You podcast, where we talk all things healthy habits, abundant mindset, and optimal wellness. I'm your host, Megan Swan, creator of the Sustainable Integrated Wellness Approach. At 30, I sold everything and went on my own eat, pray, love journey. And now at 41, almost 42, I'm still on my first stop here in Chiapas, Mexico, loving life and feeling more energy than ever before in my life. This week, I'm so excited to share with you an interview with my dear friend, Britt Gustafson. She runs, is the owner and creator of the company Be Mind, Body, Soul. She has built a modern health and wellness brand and community. Her intention is on spiritual growth through building a mindful community supported by Reiki, mindful life coaching, intuitive business coaching, essential oils, meditation, manifestation, women empowerment circles, workshops, and retreats. I am personally one of her, I would like to think, favorite distant Reiki clients. Uh, We'll be talking about distant Reiki, but so much more. And as you can see, she is a multifaceted female entrepreneur that you need to know. So let's dive in. Energetically You. I'm here today with my dear friend, Britt from Be Mind, Body, Soul. How are you today, Britt? Thanks for joining us. I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be on your podcast. This is awesome. Thanks. Well, I first wanted you to introduce yourself a little bit, um, particularly the, the part of the story of how you went from corporate to where you are now. I'm sure it's you know, it was a bit of a journey, but what were some of the main points for you? Sure. Yeah. So I am a Reiki master, mindful life coach, business coach, intuitive, and I left pretty much the corporate world about three years ago. And I had been working for a decade in advertising. So working for huge brands, Apple to say one of them. Um, And I was a producer, project manager, sometimes event planner. I've kind of done a bit of everything. And what had happened is, I mean, we can kind of go back eight years. I started to dive deep into the things that were stirring up inside me of wanting to pursue the more of the inner work, if that makes sense in our lives. Because I felt that I was disconnected from myself. There was something that wasn't quite there and anchoring me down. And yes, I moved a lot back in the day, but you know, I think it doesn't matter where you are. Like if you're disconnected from yourself, you're going to feel that energy. And I started to pursue a lot of like going to mediums and um, going to sound bowl sessions and doing a lot more meditation and surrounding myself with like-minded people and finding places to go to engage and do courses and all that kind of stuff. So it really started to springboard me um, down this path of health and wellness. 
And really the most pivotal part of all of this was when I started to meditate and that was a game changer because it opened up a gateway for me to go within. That sounds kind of weird, but I actually did go within, but I also went connecting to my higher self. So I was focusing on understanding how our intuition works really, you know, diving deep into understanding who I was and how I was leading my life and how I was feeling about myself and about the world around me. And it really brought me into, after many, many, many sessions of different healers, into this realization that, you know, I wanted to pursue something that was more meaningful. I'd been working in advertising, looking around a room of 20 people and being like, you should love what you're doing. And I was like, I could feel everybody's energy and they weren't happy. They weren't in alignment. They, they were, they had the title, they had the killer client, they had the agency to work for, but they were just not happy. And it really was that visual visualization that I had. And I was like, wait a second, I really feel like it could help some people here to get them back. So as I was saying, basically I looked around the room and I saw all these people and I was like, I know that you have the ability to tap into something bigger, greater, maybe it's a bigger life calling, maybe it's a better um, position within the work that you're doing. And I was like, I really could help. And that was like the, the awakening aha moment I had, because I was like, I was so excited to be there at the time, but all the work that I was doing was making me realize what was happening around me. So that really led me into pursuing um, certification as a Reiki um, master. So I did all of my levels, not teacher, uh, because I believe that you need to wait and do many, many years under your belt before you can kind of consider yourself a teacher. That's my own personal POV. And um, it's really opened up an amazing world. And finally, I just cut the cord and was like, I'm not going to do agency life anymore. It's not bringing me happiness, not bringing me fulfillment. I want to work with people to bring out their you know, passion, bring out their skill sets and expertise to really amount to something greater. And The journey has been so cool and I'm so thankful for, you know, kind of walking into the dark and being open to allowing that vision, that, that, that thing to come towards me because my, my vibrational match was aligned with it. And it's just been a really cool journey. And I'm like, just loving the ride as I, as I progress and grow and expand. Awesome. Well, I, do you want to pick your brain a little bit about the ins and outs of distance Reiki, which I've had the pleasure of experiencing with you, but first, can you tell us as a Reiki practitioner, what is your process or do you do anything in terms of cultivating or protecting your energy uh, when you're working on someone? Yeah, that, I think this is like the conversation about energy spans way beyond just doing a session, but I'll, I'll speak specifically to that and we can talk about other ways to do that. But as I go into session, you know, I do my rituals of putting essential oils on my feet to ground myself. I like balance. It's a really great essential oil for that. I like kind of close my eyes, take a deep breath. I really connect to my source and I connect all the way down to the center of the earth. So I really feel my root chakra anchor me down when I'm going into session, but then I'm also connecting to my higher self. So it's like I connect down, I connect up, and then I visualize myself in a white ball of energy light. So it's Reiki healing energy light. And this ball I'll talk about after, but this is what I use to A, protect my energy, 
but also to create hard boundaries when doing this kind of healing work, because I am also an intuitive people who have passed on come through people, you know, I get a lot of intuitive insights in a session. So I have to be very, very mindful of a protecting my energy from that. So I only allow in high vibration, positive love, like anything that negative just bounces off of my kind of energetic shield that I put myself around. And um, at that point, I am like completely connected to the person that I'm working with. And it's like the same ritual I do to them. So it's like there's an energetic cord that connects us together for session. I call in their guides. I call in my guides. I have healing guides that work with me. And um, we kind of just go into the session of like, we're in a like-minded energy, but we're also being very mindful of how we're protecting our energy. And when we do distant Reiki in person or in distant, I should say, yeah, both. Like the most amazing thing about energy work is like, I don't take any of your energy from you, nor do I give you any of mine. So all I am is a facilitator of using that. I'm like a channel for that white light energy that just goes into that person from in person from me or in distance. So that's the kind of cool thing about it. It's because like, I'm not taking on, but if I don't do those steps, one, two, three, four, five, six kind of thing, before I start a session, I've had had sessions in the past where I didn't properly cleanse my energy afterwards. And I felt icky. You know what I mean? I, I feel, I felt like I was, opening myself up to taking in something that is maybe in their org field, something that's hanging out with them that maybe they don't even are aware of. And it can really impact my mood, um, my frame of mind, my mindset, my energy as well. So that's really important. So when you finish a session, there's a ritual of like wiping your body. You kind of just wipe your arms, wipe across your, your torso, all the way down your legs, your back, and then you wash your hands. It's really important to clean out that energy and just get it off of you. If I don't have that available, I'll take sage. I'll take a little bell. I'll kind of just clear that energy um, to release it because I don't want to take anything on subconsciously or just something from somebody's org field that they're not aware of. So it's really important. And then also at the end of the day, take off the clothes put them in the laundry, do not keep them on, take them off. Um, even linens, like down to, if I'm doing it in person, like everything goes in the laundry right away. So it's kind of a nice little overview of protecting your energy, especially when you're doing Reiki. Well, I can relate. It sounds, I mean, even um, back when I was focused more on teaching yoga and we, when we do yoga assists, I was always taught that it's very important after a class to wash your hands, like cold water is very grounding. And um, the same thing, like do some sort of ritual that you're consciously leaving that energy where there, you know, and not taking it with you. Mm -hmm. um, but as you were talking, I was thinking I should probably have one of these rituals for my current work because yeah. I do find it, um, I don't want to say the word draining, but it's such an intense experience with people, uh, you know, in, in any scenario, like an hour one-on-one -on -one with someone, you're inevitably taking a little bit of, of um, what they're feeling with you. So uh, even yeah. if you're on Zoom and you think of it, you know, even Zoom, legit, like I love selenite somewhere up there, my, my shelf, 
sometimes I'll literally put a crystal in between me and the person. And it's not because you're a bad person or you, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're going to give me or send me bad juju. It's not that it's just sometimes we don't understand, like you might have been out at a store, you know, where employees were having a fight and that impacted your energetic field and that energy might start to impact me. Do you see, it's like, we have to be very, very mindful of our energy, especially when we're out and about, or if, or if we've been in a room where somebody has had like an argument or something like that, you could pick up on that energy. Definitely. So any other little tips there on what people can do, you know, to protect themselves in general, like when they're obviously a lot of us right now aren't that out and about maybe in public as much as we used to be, but um, besides uh, a crystal in front of you and you're on a zoom meeting, for example, what else could you do that's kind of, um, you know, low maintenance, but ritualistic? Oh, gee, I have tons, I have tons, tons, tons. So I think, um, you know, what I like to, I'll just walk through my rituals on how, A, I kind of set myself up for my day and keep myself grounded and focused. So the night before, when I go to bed, Yes, I do have an evening ritual and we've talked about rituals um, working together too, which I've really tried to implement. So I have like, you know, a facial ritual. I have an essential oils ritual. I have like turn down time, no more device in the bedroom kind of thing. And just starting to calm down before we go to bed. I love, love, love to intuitively just feel before I go to bed. Like, what am I feeling? What, what is it that... I want to maybe release from my day, you know, take stock of or plan for the next day. And I paired up with binaural beats when you, you pull up YouTube and you can be like, okay, so I'm feeling that I need a little bit more self-love. So you can find some binaural beat that has a certain frequency. Sometimes there's music or sounds with it, but there's like a humming kind of vibration that really supports wherever you're feeling it in your body or like if you're like tomorrow's going to be really hectic day for me and I really need to be on top of my game motivated successful really clear thinking you could find something that really matches that for you and I always wake up feeling so much more like grounded and refreshed you know and I kind of just play it for about an hour and a half and I'm I'm out in five minutes anyway but I'm still it's still playing and I'm still sleeping and subconsciously I'm still bringing it in so night rituals, super important. When you wake up in the morning, I haven't been doing this lately, but I was going through all my notes and I was like, I have to start re-implementing this. Yes, we're doing the 5 a.m. club where, you know, there is a ritual with that. But before your feet even hit the ground, before you even roll over in your bed, the first 80 seconds of your morning is a really great time for you to say your affirmations. That really helps kind of ground you and focus your energy for that day. So you could repeat a couple little things. Maybe it's business related. Maybe it's family related. Maybe it's your own personal self-care related. You know, whatever it is that you're feeling intuitively, say it over and over and over again. It will basically give you the roadmap for your day and that focus. If you wake up and you're like, oh, like I'm exhausted already and I have to get up and I got to get the kids going da, 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 and breakfast, like you're putting yourself in a weird vibration, right? Where things are not going to be flowing smoothly. So I highly recommend before your feet hit the floor, within 80 seconds, say those couple of really self-love affirmations to you and that will help you. I also do the 5am club. So 
It's working out for 20 minutes, meditating, automatic writing for 20 minutes and reflection, and then it's 20 minutes of learning. So I feel like those kind of rituals really help ground me because it feels like I've taken care of me. I've taken that self-care on before I start my day. And literally throughout your day, you can, if you know you have like all these tasks ahead of you and, you know, you don't need to be a Reiki master to do this, but like, I literally send Reiki to situations where I'm like, I have a funny feeling this might be a contentious conversation or it's going to be heavy or things are not going to flow. I can literally send an energy to that to be like, okay, this is going to be a perfect meeting. We're going to have fun. Everything is going to be great. There's going to be great compromise and great communication. And I'm not talking about coaching. I'm talking about more business sense. You know, you can do that. And I guarantee you, it'll really shift that energy. Also, when you're going into meetings, even if it's on Zoom, put yourself in an eggshell of white light energy, put your, protect your energy. Just be like only loving things can come in and out. Anything which is a lower vibration, it does not impact me, you know, or you can do the mirror thing. James Van Prague talks about that, where it's like the mirror is facing all around out you. So any negative juju that's coming your way bounces off and goes right back to that person. So you don't pick it up. And I think that's really important to be mindful of how you expose your energy and who you share your energy with, because that is going to, imp- that's going to obviously impact your focus, your mental state, your emotion, um, and also just like keeping you on track for your day. Awesome. All amazing tips. So <laughs> going back to the first thing you said, how do you pronounce that exactly? Some kind of beats, pre-normal? No. Hmm. Binaural. Binaural. Okay, we're going to put that link in, in the show notes, but um, yeah, I love them. There's like, there's, there's so many and it's like, I got to find the right sound. Maybe it's like, I'm in like some magical forest, you know, with a fairy or something. And some of them are just like sounds of the vibration, just deep, you know, depends what you need. But um, I can also send you a couple of my favorites. You could put those in the show notes too. Please do, please do. So it's so like a sound bath or even like a vibrational experience. And I get that, that you, you know, you're actively listening for five minutes, but you're still soaking it in even when you're sleeping because it affects the vibration of the whole room, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And everybody in it. So if you have people who are snoring or whatever, it might calm them down. Stop snoring. <laughs> I don't know. I can't guarantee that, but. <laughs> yes. The snoring people. <laughs> And I'm not talking about humans. <laughs> I'm talking about dogs. Oh, in your case, it's dogs. In my case, it's a human. <laughs> I have a symphony. So, <laughs> I just wanted to, to quickly touch because on the, the, the distance Reiki because I have loved receiving Reiki for years, but I had never it had never heard of until the pandemic or meeting you even of the, the distant aspect of it. And I was very open-minded, but not sure what I was going to experience, if anything. I think we've had four or more sessions now. More. I think maybe like six. Yeah, I think it's time that I book another one. But the point is, what what do you tell people that are really suspicious of the whole concept? I think you have to try it. I think um, we can have you know, an assumption about things in life, but unless I think you've experienced it, 
Um, it's got to come from a place where, where you can actually speak from, from that impact or lack of their impact. But um, what I love about distant Reiki, it's, it's, you know, it's funny, even my sister-in-law who, who's a client of mine, she was like, I've never had distant Reiki. What is this distant Reiki? And it's like, you just got to experience it. I can't, I can't explain it. And well, I can, but like every person's experience, just like yours, you know, you and I might be connecting very differently in a session. You know, I might be getting all these intuitive downloads, but you're getting something very different. You might feel different. And what I love about distant Reiki is that I do it offline and then we jump on zoom after, or I'll send a detailed email, which I always do. Um, and it's, it's a very intimate and it's a very deep diving um, session between us because you're in your space and your energy space, relax, like you're having a massage. I am in my energy space doing the rituals that I talked about, connecting, grounding, making sure that we are in a safe environment to do this work um, and, and bringing in those, those higher powers to help us and the information that comes out of it but also like the impact from your state of mind and your body. Like if you're feeling, you know, achy and pains, we can identify what those are. Sometimes they're trapped emotions. Sometimes it's just energy that just has to move out. And, you know, we've experienced that in sessions. You're like, I I asked you one time, Hey, how's your back? And you're like, Oh, you got rid of that last time. It's all done. You know, and, and it could happen that quickly. Sometimes we have physical pain in our body, but really it's associated with an energy block, you know, and I can identify that from a distance and move that energy because in, with Reiki, there's no such thing as time and space. You can send Reiki to the past, present and future. And it's just a very, very powerful tool, especially when it's in co- combination with intuitive insights, you know, so like I have certain clients like loved ones will come through and give messages, which are just really beautiful and I sit there in a session and just write out notes like crazy. And I will read them back after. And I'm like, I don't even remember writing this, you know, cause it comes from a different place, but not only is the energy work really restorative and relaxing for your body and mind, but then there's this other component of you receiving intuitive information because your vibration is at a certain place that you are open, you know, to get those intuitive hits. If you've come into it with like, a problem with business, you could come out of that with like such great, great clarity, you know, in a matter of maybe five minutes, you know, within that bigger session versus if you would have spent, I don't know, hours and hours walking around trying to, you know, rack your brain to figure out what that answer is. Sometimes going within being quiet, things just become clear. Definitely. So what are you working on these days? So much, so much. Um, Just launched the Intuitive Boss Academy. So I'm really excited about that because we combined very mindful practices and mindset work um, and energy work as well with the whole business entrepreneurial side of things and and all the things that go into actually building a brand and launching that. So that's really exciting. And then Um, This month, I'm launching the Fertility Pod um, program again. I've had one of my clients just finally get pregnant um, through IVF, through the the programs. The program is a combination of a lot of mindfulness practices, assignments, because me as a background and as a producer, there always has to be some type of work 
plus the energy healing, focusing on especially the um, sacral chakra for the reproductive area and really focusing on that, that area of the body to do a lot of that work. It really, really is so supportive. It's very much like the cousin of acupuncture, especially with women going through IVF. It's kind of the same thing when we do this kind of energy work and it really helps the body get into that alignment and reduce stress. That's probably the, the biggest thing when we're going through that. So yeah, those are two, two big things happening for B right now. I love it. And any parting words, anything you want to share with us in terms of your perspective on, on energy and its capacity to heal? Well, that's a loaded question and a really good one. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, just to be very mindful I think it's, I think my parting words is if there's one thing that you can do for yourself is to try to implement more mindful practices in your life and what you're doing um, down to having food and eating and not rushing down to witnessing, you know, a a situation that is not going to be positive and not reacting to it. I think just having that awareness, your personal awareness is really important and not, um, you know, not, not changing your character behavior based on what other people are doing. So I think that's a, that's a good little parting, partying gift, if you will, (laughs) wisdom. Amazing. Yes. And of course, it's really important that we look at that as a practice, right? Like that's not something that comes easily to any of us, even that are much more, uh, you know, years into it, they still look at those things in terms of a practice that, you need to go through that the the movements on a daily basis. It doesn't just you don't just like wake up more mindful and conscious in a day or even after five years of being a Reiki master or a meditation expert or anything like that, right? It's it has to be part of your daily routine. Right. And I think when you follow suit with that it becomes like a little journey of self-discovery, which I think is kind of cool. So like you said, it just doesn't happen overnight. So it's like little micro steps in that direction to broaden your horizon and go more within and and start to learn honestly more about yourself and get reconnected. It's just, it's a cool thing. Amazing. Well, where should we find you? Where are you most present in social media? (laughs) <laughs> definitely Instagram at be mind, body, soul, all one word together, be mind, body, soul. Um, you'll see me there. I guess I am on Facebook as well, but Instagram is it's where it's at where if you want to DM and chat about Reiki or energy healing or have questions, feel free to reach out. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Energetically You. I hope that this episode has helped you to tune into your natural energy sources so that you feel more energized and focused throughout your day. If you enjoyed the episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us to help more ambitious women just like you accomplish their goals. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on social, 
or in your Instagram stories and tag me at Megan Swan Wellness. See you soon.